Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that beat. <laughs> all the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stace and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking, but not saying. Coming up this app. Very excited for you, Stacey, that you're in a new relationship. So I thought I would bring to the table a little reminder of how much what it's is a jungle out there. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Well, hello. <laughs> oh, anyway, yes, hi. Yeah, oh, we're, we're trialling this new thing where we just well, say hi. I just, I don't, you know what, I used to listen to our podcast all the time Um and I stopped and we got a new intro and then I realised that I continued to intro our show the same way but our new intro was also doing that so we were wasting your time by doubling up the information. Because it Everyone said thinking of the podcast, hi, it's thinking of the podcast. We, well, it said it's Stacey June and Christy Mercer and then I would say, hello, it's Stacey June and Christy. I'm like, well, shut up. Why, why are you repeating what the woman said? Why did you stop listening to the podcast? Was it some, a reason in particular? Well, because we got a national radio show and I'm fucking sick to death of my own voice. Like, yeah, no, that's a completely Jesus. Yeah, I was just check- everywhere. I was just checking if it's it was like- something only recently that really changed, you know, turned you off. Nah, when we just had the podcast and it was our baby and that was it, mm. I I critiqued that thing like an absolute, like a, a maths quiz, you know, where you were dependent on that to get some big degree, you know? like Yeah, it was, li- yeah, it was life or death. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know where that analogy came from. <laughs> I don't know either. What's a maths quiz? <laughs> I don't know, but I haven't done a maths quiz in quite some time. And if I did one now, I'd definitely fail. I had a fight with my career lady in year 10 and she was like, you will need to do general maths. And I said, I tell you what, lady, there will be no job in my lifetime where I'll need maths. And then I walked out and mum said, oh, you know, you better listen. She's the career woman. I said, she doesn't know shit. And I was right. Has there ever been a time where you've ne- actually needed any kind of general maths? I Absolutely. find it with sales. If there's a sale and it's 30% off, I'm like, let me just Google that. Yeah, fine. Just Google it. I mean, that's happening, what, twice a year? There's, you know? there's some deep breathing down the other end of the phone, so we better introduce our guest before <laughs> someone thinks there's, lower a, a, mic, there's a stalker. Like... Because I um, am scared to put the fader down like normal because, I don't know, I'm just... There's more I'm in Al- Melbourne yeah. today and you're in Sydney. I wasn't sure if, if I should say, say that. that yeah. Because there's it's another... It's podcast. There's it's, an, all, it's we're all there's an, all. There's an added element, a.k.a. you not being here. So there's two faders and I've pulled down the wrong one before. So I just think just hopefully Jess right, Harris well, doesn't me, breathe too loud. Let but me get but the, that's ruined. Well, let me get the formalities out because I don't want to fucking shortchange her. Um, <laughs> all right. So we are two radio chicks who talk shit on this podcast about thoughts you're thinking but not saying. We obviously, as we've mentioned, have a national uh, night show on the Kiss Network across the country from seven. But this particular chick has been um, oh, just buzzing away in the Australian entertainment industry for a very, very long mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of shot to everybody's eyes and ears when she wrote and starred in her very own television show, 20-something. Um, and we are talking about the one and only writer, director and actress, Jess Harris. Hello, chicken. 
Hello, and heavy breather, apparently. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you walking up a flight of stairs? Just suspense, just sort of looming over you. I was, yeah, I was walking down a laneway. Uh, I thought, surely my mic's down. Surely. Exactly. Don't well, you need to make about ex- a car park? Don't need to make excuses. It's our, it's our bad production. It's not your. Yeah, that's exactly. true. Oh, no, we I'm not taking it on board. No, I'll take responsibility <laughs> for that. I should have. Just, I had a 50 percent hit rate. I should have just pulled one down. And if Stacey went silent for a moment, then we all would have coped. So I apologise. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Um, life can go on. Start, girls. Even start. if I've made everyone believe that it can't. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Jess, thanks for joining us on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Very excited to chat to you girls. Love the we, show. Thank you. We will get into it. Um, if you haven't listened to the show or the podcast, I should say, we each bring a gem to the table, a thought we're thinking but not saying, uh, where we'll do a quick contents and give everybody an idea of what they can expect from the next uh, half an hour. What do you want to bring um, as our guest, Jess, if you can give us a headline? Well, I've been listening lately and I'm very excited for you, Stacey, that you're in a new relationship. Thank uh, you. It's very great. I'm a single woman myself, so I thought I would bring to the table a little reminder of how much it's like. a jungle out there. And single. how I should continue to be very happy and hang on tight. Like the, Absolutely. The, what is it, five-stage clinger or clinger? Fi- no, fi- yeah, stage five clinger. Yeah, right. You called it a five-stage no, you. Th- oh, what would you call it? Does it matter? It's no, 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 the wrong yeah. thing. It's fine. Yeah. Fucking language think- police over here. <laughs> Jesus. No, but someone the other day was like, it's not a five-stage clinger, it's a stage five. Oh, so sorry. just so we can clear it up. Yeah, right. So like that. Yeah, I'll hang on to him like that. Yeah. <laughs> just to scare the shit out of me. Just I hang talk on. Ab- oh, yeah. I'll talk- I want to talk about how uh, I don't know if we – I think masturbation's great. I think we don't talk about it enough. Chicks are doing it. Think chicks should be doing more of it. Exploration with their own body is definitely something we're very, very mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. passionate about on this yeah. show. But I think there is a chance that when you figure out what works for you and you repeat that on repeat, yeah. like your favourite song, <laughs> every single night, it can maybe be quite damaging to your sex life. Yeah. I love that. I can very much relate to that. Very good. To uh, contribute. Love it. Um, I want to bring to the table how I am kind of just at the beginning of really getting a handle on how much your emotional is connected to your physical. And I know you've been banging on about this for quite some time, Stace. So, soz that I'm late to the party. But no, there's, there's a difference between going, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, cool. And then just moving on with life to actually really being open enough to recognize it, I think, constantly in my own life. And that's where I'm at currently. Okay. Jess, do you want to kick us off, please, in the jungle? Okay. Well, so being a single woman, um, sometimes you wake up from a big night out and you'll be like, oh, you know, lonely Sundays. And I woke up Sundays the other day. Sundays are the fucking I, worst. They're the worst. But I woke up this one Sunday with a picture on my phone that my best friend had sent me saying, this guy uh, wants to ask you out. He's a friend of a friend and sent through a picture. And he was a babe, like so cute. And I was like, oh. And they were like, wants to know if you would say yes. I'm like, yes, yes, a thousand times yes. And then I looked at the picture again. I went, this looks familiar. His face oh, no. looks familiar. Oh, I think no. I know. <laughs> I don't know him. Oh, shit. And so I looked at his Instagram, you know, and stalked to a couple of pictures. And I'm like, I've been on this Instagram page before. I've stalked oh, this page God. before. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked She's at it. She's fucked all of Melbourne. I, it's, it's coming back to her. <laughs> 
I like, you know, like that episode of Sex and when Samantha's like, I've been with everyone in New York. Yes. Old yes. I'm running out of men. <laughs> I, I felt I that. I looked at her and I, I saw, I went, I know where I know him from. He had been in a, another friend's picture about a year ago and I had clicked on it and looked at it and then messaged that friend and said, who's this guy? And my oh, friend had written wow. back yeah. saying... Wow, that's nice. Yeah, I know. I was living with my mother at the time. I was <laughs> obviously just at home trawling Instagram like some sort of freak. And so my friend wrote back and said, look, babe, wouldn't recommend him. And I was like, oh, okay. And I take this friend's advice very seriously. So it's I so that interesting when then... friends say that, though. It's like, wouldn't recommend him, but totally will be friends with him, have him in my Instagram posts mm. and hang out with him every day. Mm. Like, yeah. Did, you, did you ever figure out why? Like, did she ever explain why? Or were you just like, yeah, okay, I'll take your word for it? <laughs> it was a guy, and I just took his word for it at the time because I, I, he doesn't ever talk badly of anyone. So I was like, yeah, no, no problem. I don't need. I was going through a stage where I'm like, really quality control. Like I'm not dating anyone. Yeah, yeah. You know that, that I think could potentially not not be right. Mm-hmm. So I just left it. And so then that came up, and I went, oh god. I mean, this is like this new exciting moment where I think I'm going to go on a date. Already been on his Instagram. Already known. Him, already been warned off him. So I'm talking to my friend my best friend about it, and she's also single. And she recently put out a message to all her friends saying, I'm approaching finding a boyfriend like approaching finding a job. So Mm -hmm. if anyone's got any candidates um, that they want to put forward, this is what I'm looking for. And This is very good. Yeah, that's that's a very good way of looking at it. And I also would like to add that I think, again, I will reiterate this. If you are a happy person in a relationship or even unhappy in a relationship, it is your Mm -hmm. job to also help your single friends meet single people. It is important Mm -hmm. because I promise you they're going to bring someone back and if you don't help get get a good person, you're the one that's going to be hanging out with a fuckhead. So everyone (laughs) needs to bring it. Strong words. I love it. You have to. (laughs) And then so she goes, oh, I've I've been sent through a match. Like a friend has gone, I found him. Um, and sends through the picture of the same guy that Fuck was sent off. to me. Fuck the same, like, off. So the same guy that you've seen on Instagram, the same guy that you've seen yeah. again. So his yeah. light's on. People know that yeah. he's ready to find someone. Because yeah. well, I believe that guys <laughs> guys walk around, their light is only on for maybe twice in their life. I really are you serious? Right. Yeah. What, do you, what do you mean? I think, girls, I think girls always have their light on, but they probably should have it off. And I think we think we're always open, but we're not. We're too afraid to say we're okay being single. So we're always looking. We're always trying to find someone. And what do you think about, what do you think, do you think generally guys are just kind of, if they're on their own and single, they're okay with being that? Absolutely. Mm. And I think they're also very aware that when they're in most guys or good guys, I reckon, and probably not players, but good guys are only really going to look up when they're ready to look up. So that's why it always feels like there's less guys than girls because more girls are kind of looking up all the time with their mm. light on, even mm. if they some shouldn't, and guys aren't. They're only looking up when they're ready to go in. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. So, but I went through a very long stage where I was just lights off, not looking for anyone, not looking for anything. Um, yeah, and then I when did I decided, too. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm ready. And then I, mm. I think, well, the world will deliver me when I'm ready because I'm ready. That's not been the case. But I just got that... That situation, because my friend, my best friend, she's an absolute like stunner. She's so funny. She's so intelligent. She's great. And I'm like, is there one single man in Melbourne? Is that what's happening? Is there one out there that's being? Oh God, because he's both being. being and, so was and this so what's the deal? I want to know. Was this the same? Was this the same week? It, yeah, it literally was. It was oh in the same God. week. Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's so weird. And, That's and where very are we weird. at now with this? Yeah, I'm so intrigued about this guy. What's the deal? <laughs> well, I've neither of us are going near him because we've been warned off. Oh, God, from that one other friend that is your best friend friends with him too. No, she, he's, no, that was a complete stranger. That was her friend that lives out in the country. Oh. Knew a friend in Melbourne. <laughs> Down the country. <laughs> can you fucking imagine? <laughs> like, That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so can you can only imagine what kind of friend that is. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. So that's... Um... <laughs> So that's that is weird though. That is weird. Within the same week for you, like, and it's come through different channels. Like, it's not as if you guys are, you know, hanging around with the same ten people, and it's the same ten people. You know, the same one person in that group that's advised you both. Like, so yeah. that is v rogue. It just sort of made me go, oh, that's it. I'm packing up and I'm not focusing on funny because there's no one out there. It's it's, it's a barren way. I'm trying Stacey, to look. Congratulations. Oh, thank well you. Um, I, are you I'm... are you currently thinking about other people that you've got in mind for Jess? Is that what you were doing? I'm always doing that now. Mm. I'm like a smug person because, Jess, I was set up. That's why. And to be honest, I said to a friend, a mutual friend of ours, one of my mates, and you're you're friends with him too, I said to him about a month before I was set up, you know what? This is fucked. People like you should be looking for people Mm. for me. Like I, everyone's, especially (laughs) the fucking gays. And they, yeah. they need to be looking more because they're not interested. I think sometimes it's like different if they're single. Mm. You know, you can't mm. be looking for your friends if you're looking for yourself sometimes. But, you yeah. know, th- you all need to be helping. And then a month later I was set up and the rest is history. But I do um, – I'm a bit smug about it. And I – well, not smug, but it, I think it works. I Jess, think- do, you know, do you know what you're looking for? Because I think that's something yeah, that you, you were it – It's funny because, Stace, you had done so much work as to getting really down to the nitty-gritty of this – this person that you wanted to attract. I did. I'd done and a you were very, of work and very, work, very yeah. patient where you were like, nah, I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to, this guy's ticking eight of the 10 boxes and that would, to a lot of people would be the bloody jackpot, but not for me. Do no. you know? Do you and know? then by waiting, I got more than I even wanted. Mm. So it's yeah. the best. Do like, you, like more and then some. I, I am still yeah. in shock. Jess, um, do you know? Do you know? Like, have you done work well, on that I stuff? I haven't done. I've definitely done work on myself, but I've not done work on that in, in the way it sounds like what you've done. Stacey, okay, really. So you need to go and find out there. You need to go and find out how many videos. I'm not even joking. Uh, uh. We put them together. It sounds wanky, but we put them together to go off what I did myself in terms of finding a partner and not thinking of types, but thinking of values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of I, makes I you question really your own values yeah. in yourself, and then then you kind of like kind of put out there the values as opposed to the type of person or the job that you'll have or the looks that you'll have. Um, it's mm. more about, I don't know, more about something you can't see or touch yet. It's such you- an interesting exercise to do though. Like even someone that's already, you know, in a relationship, it made me evaluate my mm. own relationship and what, you know, cause you don't st- often stop and think about like, who am I and what do I like, let alone the people in your life. Like what is my, what is my, what is my boyfriend like or what are my friends like to evaluate from that standpoint. I've, if, I've, I really got a lot out of that kind of stuff that we were doing. Yeah, definitely. Well, I will look at that for sure. You sound I'm keen. Always, you um, sound so keen. <laughs> oh, God. 
I'm so bad at all that we're stuff. Like, like, always... We're like a pyramid. We're, we're selling it to you. For not five ninety five. you can get the first video. Mm. And then, yeah, uh, this, is, this, this is basically Amway. So if you sign up, use our fucking name so we can get a kickback. And uh, you can too climb the ranks. It's not just about you finding a man, you know. We've got to make a dollar. Oh, now that you're all happy and set up, Stacey. Yeah, it's like I'm going to fuck everyone else. I'm going to say you two can be like me, but I will charge you. <laughs> that's that's oh, sick. Oh, you have to. My well, I'm going to write a book, and I'm not even kidding. I really am. About about being set up or setting people up? Um, no, about I think we're, we're, we're going about it all wrong. I don't know. I yeah. feel like um, I think you're kind of everyone's in a hurry to not be single, and I think you should be in a hurry and not in a hurry to be in a relationship. I think it should be the opposite. Mm. Um, oh, I'm not in a hurry. I'm like I, no, I, not you. This is what the book would I'm be about. Comfortable single, and that's that's sort of the problem where I look at. And I, a friend said to me, which really stuck with me. A guy said, um, "Go for your number one." Like a lot of people, like go for people that come to them instead of going for the one that you want. And I think a lot of the time I've I've gone for people that have come to me rather than yeah. looked out and thought, what do I want? And, and gone for that and gone for this number one idea. I and think that sort can... of really stuck with me because I'm like, oh, my God, it's, it, 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 that's always been the pattern where someone's sort of been there and I've gone, oh, okay, and looked at it. Mm. And um, rather than maybe really stopping and looking out about, you know, looking at those values and attracting I think, and and you've always been a person that I've thought of. You know, when you think of those single chicks in your life, even if you don't know each other that well, they're friend of friends or whatever, I've always held a few in my head of people, I don't know, that this sounds so wanky, but I'm going to say that kind of inspired me to be like, it's okay, because often it can feel a little bit isolating. I was single for five years. Um, You were one of them. There's another couple of friends where I'm like, no, they're just cruising on, getting on with their life, Mm. like, and I, so I've always got that about you. I never thought that you, just to clarify, I never thought that you were someone that wasn't happy. That was just more about the book. But I will say this. Yeah. I think you can still go out and look out about what you want. But I, I think if you're clear on that in yourself, they can still come for you. It just means you're attracting them a bit more accurately. So I yeah. think they can still kind of find you if that's what you want. But I think it's just about thinking about what you want, which is why we suggested the videos. Cause I think actually not writing it down with a pen and paper and hoping that it all works out, I reckon is also a bit of a, a problem. We kind of mm. don't treat mm. it like it's something where, I don't know if we go for a job or we kind of think about that stuff, like your friend was saying, we wouldn't just be winging it all mm. the time, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't want the father of my kids to be someone that it just I just wung it at. Like they need yeah. to be the right person, you know. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Mm. I think you... the fact that... Yeah, keep going. Yep, go. No, sorry, no, you go. go. Oh no, I was just going to say. I think the fact that I was in because I was in a relationship for ten years before I've been single for the last five yeah, years. But same. Yeah. I came out, and so it was. I knew what it felt like to be in something really great. So that's what's been able to keep me going for the last five years. I'm mm. like, I know what it, I know what good is. And until yeah. that shows up again, I'm just going to do my thing and enjoy it. Because so yeah. I'll be settled down at one point and I'll be like, why did you wish you were those years? Are you young and fabulous? You can do whatever you want. And, and I have this sensory memory of what it feels like to be really uh, loved and seen. So until that, that that's so good. Again, that's really powerful. Fuck, I've known yeah. you for a while. Like, I just forgot that I knew you as well when you when you had a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a while ago now. But it's still funny. Like, it's bizarre, isn't it? 
Um, yeah, I know. It's just a new, it's a different, yeah, different parts. I was a bit the same. Probably not as um, seen and awesome in terms of the eight years I was with someone, but I know mm. that I knew that I could hold down a relationship and that it would happen, and I knew how it happened and how it didn't and worked and it didn't work all those things you're not you kind of go yeah it'll be there again you're, you're lucky but then but then maybe yeah. even better yeah yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so much yeah. better yeah um christy do you want to go up next hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yeah, um, I want to talk about the the link and the relationship um, between your emotional and your physical. And like I said, disclaimer, hashtag, you have been going on about this for a long time, Stace. And, and part of me has been like, oh, yeah, I get it. Like um, being open to it in the sense that I'm like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But I think in the last couple of months in particular, I've been more and more open to that. And I guess the more, when, you're, when your mind changes, um, you start to see things a bit more absolutely in your own life and that's what's confirmed a few things for me. Like I've had like pretty crazy, you know, kinesiology appointments where like all, you know, the particular part of my body is like holding grief after my nan died and started bawling my eyes out and those really kind of profound things that do confirm that there is like such a, you know, a profound kind of link between your your emotional body and your physical body. But I reckon it's that's that's just yeah, it's really increased and even just the way of looking at past stuff in my own life and, and in my own body across, you know, the last couple of months. Like even looking at my own at my scoliosis, which is like when you're born with like a, a curved spine. I've mm. been doing a lot of reading about that. And in particular it happens more in girls. You okay, Jess? That's not an Ambo fear, yeah. is it? She's like, I died of my single life. Bye. <laughs> I just wanted to check because I'll be I like, because after twenty minutes we'll be like, so what are your thoughts on a uh, emotional pain, Jess? And you'll be, it'll just be silence. And the ambo will come on the ambulance. It's like, um, hello, thinker girls. Uh, Jessie's dead. <laughs> Oh shit! She died of being sick. <laughs> she died in the jungle. <laughs> what a headline! <laughs> it's sick, but the it'd be a great PR get, opportunity. The thinker girls get so emo that emo they kill someone. <laughs> I just thought it was my duty to check, you know, because I'm like the world could be hearing this going. Why the fuck didn't they ask? <laughs> just well, don't jump ahead. No, the world's not listening, Chrissy. <laughs> No, fuck that. We've got a listener in Zimbabwe, <laughs> wherever she lives. Zimba- one listener in Zimbabwe. <laughs> She's my favourite. Doesn't equate to the world. 
<laughs> That's a very low cut top you've got on there. I know you can see this up. My boobs coming right out the yeah, side. I wasn't right planning there. on taking off the jacket. That's all. All right. Know? So yeah. Anyway, scoliosis and women. So, so I've been I've been doing more, and I'm very much at the beginning of this kind of journey. So now I kind of feel like I've brought it up, and I don't really have that that much more to talk. About. <laughs> you want me to, to be talk. honest? No, 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 no. Because I was no, being. Fuck no. <laughs> Hold your bloody horses. Your your goes in a second. No, no. Um, about scoliosis and how, in particular, it affects way more women than men. And like, well, what is it? What's the emotional? Behind the emo- Well, the emotional is um, not wanting to grow up. And I think one of I think the one yeah one of yeah, yeah. you know and then all this other stuff I've been having so much pain like probably um, more intensely over the last like f- I don't know maybe f- six months or something in my right shoulder and all the way up my neck and I've been to physios and chiros and been doing different exercises and really to um, you know remedial massage and nothing really seems to kind of be helping or be be kind of working and and I feel like the more um, the more I delve into the emotional kind of stuff, not that I feel as though day by day it's it's getting better, but I, I just feel this connection between the the emotional. Like if I'm having a shit day or I've had a fight with, you know, my boyfriend or I feel as though, fuck, things are really heavy at the moment. And, and obviously like with the, the shoulder, like the weight of the world and all that kind of shit that you were like, you need to check Louise Hay. So we did the other the other mm-hmm. week and it's been in my head ever since and, and so I, it's called you can heal your life we get asked every single podcast about it um and at the back of it there's a dictionary about all the metaphysical sides of things so basically if you put your physical symptom in it will give you a suggestion of potentially what the emotional pain is and if you clear the emotional pain a lot of the time not all the time but a lot of the time if you do the work the physical pain will subside. Like it's insane. Yeah, and at first when I when I first read that book that you told me about maybe a year ago now, I was like, oh, I've read the dictionary, you know, in the back, and I was like, oh yeah, that's interesting. I wasn't close to it, but I certainly wasn't as much on board as I am with it now. But mm. it, even just that one little tweak in your mind of being a bit more open to it, I'm like, yeah, I think this is this is like really making sense. Like this. I think this is real, you know, and even if I have a shit day and all that kind of stuff and I feel things are really weighing heavy on me, I will really I'll really sense that in my body and in particular in my shoulder. It's weird. And if, I don't know, even day by day, just being more more open to that and being more in touch with my body and rather than just, you know, popping a Panadol quickly or just being mm. like, oh, it's just because I pulled it at the gym. Yeah, that might be the case because... I don't know. Maybe I did just pull it at the gym, but also, I've I've been bawling my eyes out since last night about you know about other things in my life, and you know where my relationships headed, and other you know relationships with family members, and this kind of feeling where I'm like, oh, I've got to fix everything. Like, what does this mean in the future? I don't know what it looks like, and that's freaking me the fuck out. But your body, there's a lot going on, and your body's not going to not respond to that. Mm. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, are you a believer in this stuff, Jess? Look, I am, yeah, definitely. And I'm just as you were talking, I'm like, there are certain physical responses that we we um like when you feel anxious, you feel sick in the stomach. When you get excited, you get butterflies, you sort of get the chills, you know, there are certain physical responses that we we are used to and we're socially accepted. Yeah. Socially yeah. accepted, exactly. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, when it's something like that, people are like, Oh, yeah, you know, whatever. I yeah. I think that I I don't fully understand you know how it all works, obviously none of us do, but I think it's ridiculous to think that it's not all connected. Mm, and yeah. when you, you know, when you feel like that, when I when I've felt extreme grief why I like 
get shakes or through my body can't stand up yeah. don't want to eat yeah. you know when I'm yeah. depressed I'm like tired and and I just think it's so interesting how your appetite leaves you when you're not in a good yeah. place like because so your body, you like your body. Your body you know, is so smart. Well, it, like, it's actually quite simple too. It's that you lose your appetite for life. Like yeah. you lose. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. these guys are amazing. What's happened? Thank you. They're bringing me in a cheeseburger. Thank you. What a so fucking much. legend. No, just one sure. is fine. That's a very lovely treat. Um, what's out? There's drinks out there. I'm watching Stacey on Skype, and some randoms oh. come in and yeah. offered her a cheeseburger a co- like and a coke. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, just out of nowhere. What, that's what that's the treatment oh, that you get down in Melbourne. This is what happens in the Melbourne studios. There's a wine tray. What the fuck? What I've got nothing. Fuck? I've got nothing here. No cheeseburgers to speak of. No wine. <laughs> Gagging for a wine. Guys, no wine. what's on offer? Whatever you want, pretty much. Beer, cider, wine. Um, I'd love a beer. Yeah. Is there a little features one? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, she even gets, yes, to, she even gets to choose exactly what, thank what cider. Thank you, guys. A boutique beer. Fuck, Madam we're Lark, moving the show back to Melbourne, phone. Christy. This yeah. is insane. Oh, just, I, just for the treatment alone, I'd move there. You know? You've got a big chill-out room. All right, we've got to move on because, Jess, you've got to, you've got to get to it, don't you? I do have to trot on, ladies. Okay. Yeah. All, right, All right, let me just quickly finish up with my gem. But I want so, to hear, yeah, I want to hear this. So, basically, um, I have a... I, I, I'm, we're really big supporters and passionate about women masturbating more, basically. Mm-hmm. Not just because you need to be able to pleasure yourself, uh, because why wouldn't you if that's an option on the menu and not waiting mm-hmm. until you meet someone that will. But the the second thing is you also need to be able to pleasure yourself so you know what you need, you are looking for in the bedroom. But I do think that there can be a thing where, and I know when I was sing- have been single for a very, very long time, that you... Almost like for me, if I was going to do that before I went to bed, it wasn't like all the time I'm thinking at the end of the day, oh, I'm really going to mix this up and experiment. You know, I'm going to do something. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Sorry. Cheers. You're joking. We've made it. Thank (laughs) you. She's got a side. No. I've got a cheeseburger and and a cider in front of me. Bloody hell. Excellent. Anyway. Um, Responsible drinking, everyone, you know. (laughs) No, this Um, is a podcast. You don't need to do that stuff here. Yeah. Do what you need to get through the Friday, eh? <laughs> yeah, anyway. Get so. on it. Get on it. Yeah, anyway, um, as you were saying. Yeah, so I think you kind of come home, you do what you need to do. You know the thing that, you know exactly what you need to do to to get there straight up and then off, off you finish. It's like a, a done deal for a lot of people. You kind of repeat. Yeah. And it might yeah. not be every single day like clockwork at the same time, whatever, but there is a pretty good chance that if you are masturbating, um, and you have been over the years mm-hmm. that you've got an idea of what your specialty is. That you in know that what department. that you know what works. Well, would you guys agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah I, so I, I, I'm so on board with that. Yeah, and I, I th- yeah. I think the interesting thing is, though, is I was so open and spoke on this podcast about how when I started my relationship, I wanted a fresh start with everything, including a sexual start. I didn't want us to be bringing in things that we knew worked and didn't work with other partners that we, you know, that we were scared of doing or not doing or hadn't tried with someone else. So therefore, we think that you shouldn't try it with each other. I wanted to start completely fresh. Like we were, you know, teenagers exploring each other for the first time where we knew all this information, but our bodies were ready to to try everything and and be able to kind of merge and be really in sync with each other as new partners 
um, because you get older. He's he's much older than me too. So there's so much baggage that you get from mm. that side of your life, not mm. just emotional with your parents and your work and your friends, but also your sexual history brings you to a place. Mm. And I think for me at the beginning, I was all about that attitude, yet in in reality, to be actually getting out of that routine of knowing what got me off in masturbation and kind of heading and trying to incorporate that in our sex life really held me back from having other amazing experiences because I kind of kept leaning on that muscle. Like I was, you know, no pun intended, but I was like going back to that place where I went, no, this is going to A, be Mm. the one thing that gets Mm. me off and I know that and it became about getting yourself off and it had to be about climax every time and B, you don't even, and you don't start there necessarily, but then when you kind of are going for a while, you Mm. go, well, I'm just going to go here because Mm. I don't know if I'm going to actually orgasm from doing that. So we better just hurry up. And so you rush everything. Yeah. And so you end up going to that thing that you know that it might not be exactly the same, I'm not masturbating in front of him, but you end up, it's basically masturbating with them. It's Mm. like, and I was like, I did it a couple of times and I was like, well, firstly, I shouldn't be using Climax as a prize because that's not – you've got to get out of that habit um, because there's so many different cool things that you can do together that doesn't always equate that. And B, there's so many different ways to orgasm that I'd never experienced in my life and if I continue to just go down that one path, whoa, would I have missed out on a lot. Mm. Yeah. Was it a, can I just ask, is it a, like a, a confidence, well, not a confidence, sometimes I think you got like, it's exciting in your relationship because you can go in and be whoever you want to be. So maybe if you're a bit timid and not very outspoken in another relationship, and I believe we are who we are because of both of us together. The, you know, the chemistry of you both so together true. creates who you are. It's so as, true. As, That's why you've got to be you, so careful who you choose because... Mm. You yeah. are, you do you don't become one, but your relationship certainly is an amalgamation. Oh, totally! You're it so influenced. Your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can only be um, so outgoing or so forward or, or whatever. So true. If, if what you're getting given is not equaling that. But then sometimes I find that you could go into something thinking, oh, "This time I'm going to be this or that." Maybe maybe things you thought you weren't. But then, and when you're saying you sort of you fall back into habits of who you are, and you realise, "Oh my God, no matter." How much someone can coax you out and be like, make you confident? You do tend to go back to old habits of how you were. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So I felt the safest and most open and most um, sexy and and confident in myself that I ever had. That's the that's the really interesting thing. But because I had just had those kinds of conditions of repeat, repeat, repeating myself, even with having that great unity together and this kind of open space and conversation and that, it didn't, I had to, it didn't take long, but I really had to consciously remind myself to fuck that stuff Well, off. you think about it, like it's, it's your whole, it's basically your whole life. Like it's, you know, like what, you know, three decades of that kind of, of conditioning. <laughs> yeah. Or no, I'm just saying of that kind of conditioning where you see it in movies and TV shows and, you know, like even growing up as a kid, you kind of have this idea that if I don't make him come, that I've failed or in movies, like or in porn, no one's like just having sex and it's, and no not, and not, and not yeah. getting there at the end and I 
I think that's a really nice place that you've arrived at in yourself, as you say, to feel the most comfy and, you know, confident and sexy in yourself. But then also your relationship and your partner has obviously, you've created a space yourself, but then also with him where he's allowed you to feel that too. Yeah. Because I think you can feel the most comfy in yourself and you can you can have those practices in your own masturbation and self-pleasure where you feel like, no, I'm not going to take this, this straight, you know, like easy route to get there. I'm going to take the long way and really enjoy it. But if you're not made to feel really confident with somebody else whilst you're having, you know, sex, then it would be easy to just go, okay, well, I'll just keep that to myself and my own masturbation mm. because I feel as though there's this pressure. Even if you're not really saying anything or doing mm. anything, I feel this pressure to hurry up. I yeah, feel like that. I feel yeah. like that in my own relationship. I know, mm. I know my I know my boyfriend loves me and he wants me to get there and he says that he's patient and don't worry about the time and all that kind of stuff. But there is obviously still a thing in the back of my mind, myself and with him, where I'm like, oh. but it's never about. And not to talk about your relationship specifically, but it's never about the actual sexual timing. No, so never. He might, you know, in in that example, he might be um, saying he's patient, but then he might not be patient in other parts of your life, and that's where you pick that up. Because relationships are so complex and so connected to every day so you take that into your sex well life. it's such a yeah it's like a really um it's a I've, symptom yeah yeah sex is like a symptom or a symbol of where you at are yeah, at symbol, current, sorry, yeah. yeah and i reckon yeah that there can be that you can have an awesome relationship and you really love each other but then your sex life is not that great and i think i don't agree with that i think that it is a symptom of sorry it is a symbol of where you are i actually think that what's going on with you in your sex life can sometimes be where you are in your relationship. Mo- I, actually, most of the time. I think sometimes, but I don't think always. Mm. I don't I've, think always either. Nah, I think sometimes, nah. but, but not always. I, I think, and also that thing about time, that's, uh, someone said to me, if you are someone that rushes, like I rush through life just in general all the yeah, time. Yeah, me too. And, yeah. and someone said to me, that is a sign that you don't think that you're worthy of time of things mm. of taking that extra time, whether it's for yourself or sometimes there's these mm. conversations I go, maybe I say, anyway, this is going to wrap up in a minute, just so you know, I'm not going to mm. keep talking. And I always apologise, oh, I talk too much. And I think girls have this thing of, I'm sorry, sorry, if that if it's taking too long. And I feel like I'm not worthy of that time. And that yeah. they're just bored. Um, yeah, it's such so an emo- is- it's such a um, an emotional sorry, thing I too. It's so said, deep. Yeah. I should have said it doesn't equate to necessarily your relationship. It can equate to one or one of the individuals. So it, you know your sex life. It might yeah. not be your yeah. relationship, but yeah. it, but if you are if something's going on with your sex life, it will also have something to do with. Maybe you your relationship or you yeah. individually, which one it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean. I agree. Yeah. I agree, I agree with, with that, that for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, guys, it's been too quick, I must say. Yeah. I feel like I it's know. like Friday and we could just keep sitting and having a, a wine at the pub. Like, it'd be very nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. If you guys were with me now, we could have shared this cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> do you take, well, the, pickle- not, do you so take the pickles off. out? No way. I used to take the pickles out when I was little and then I grew up and became gourmet and they would be on cheese platters and I started eating them. So now I was like, well, they'll stay in the McDonald's, won't they? I like them on cheese boards, but I'd still take them out of a cheeseburger. Um, Jess Harris, where can everybody find you? We, you know, it's Instagram is an interesting place. And now after you've been speaking about stalking that guy, I think it's only fair that everybody's able to stalk you. Are you on Instagram? Because I just thought you just actually are not. No, I am. I didn't used to be. I was never on any social media, but about yeah. a year, a year ago, a year I and a half thinking... ago, I, I got online. This really? is Jess Harris. That's so is where you can find her. Um, all yeah. one word: J E S S H A R R I S. To find out what's going on in the life of Jess, 
so much, so much interesting, fun stuff is always coming out of Jess' mouths. You'd be behind so many different stuff. Like you write on a lot of a lot of different stuff that we we mm-hmm. see all of the mm-hmm. time, right? Is there, are you working on anything particular at the moment? Uh, yeah, I've got a web series that's about to come out. Um, you girls would love it. It's all about girls chatting and drinking wine. Um, oh. So oh. I will have to let you know when that comes out. Can you please so we can share? Yeah, yeah, can we yeah, share, share it around? Away. Yeah, it'll be right up your alley, and I okay, think you'll alley too. So, all I'll right. You know. Okay, so we'll let you guys know on our Facebook page when people can expect to see that. But we really appreciate your time, lovely. It's been fun. Oh, it's been so much fun. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, yeah, Jess. Please do. If you do all want right. to listen to any of our other shows, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find uh, all the other episodes as well as our radio show podcast that you can podcast on the reg every night. This show hits. Um, the website at different times during the week, let's face it. Uh, but it does hit weekly, so you yeah. can head to um, head to the website and grab that or you can subscribe on iTunes. But till next week, we'll see you see you then. Yeah, catch up. Bye, cheers. Bye. Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram or thethinkergirls.com.au. Podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.